BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. John is on vacation this week. I will bring you the moist line in about 15 minutes. We got two rounds, one at around 320 and the other coming up at the end of the show at about 350. In between, the ceremonial hack goes into, well, actually, it's real. The hack goes into the dumpster. We'll bring the mob members here to throw somebody into the dumpster. And it was a quick decision based on a story that just came up late in the week, which actually we're going to talk about now. California voters years ago voted for a ballot measure that banned affirmative action. Long time ago, 1996, Prop 209. It kind of came back around in 2020 with an attempt to amend our affirmative action laws in California, and that also was turned back. That doesn't stop the politicians in Sacramento from trying again. It's being described as, uh, this is Cal Matters, a limited, a skinnier affirmative action proposal. It's coming from a member of the state assembly by the name of Corey Jackson from the Inland Empire, a Democrat. And it basically uh, deals with, uh, if academic research shows evidence that race-based programs could work, then there could be a waiver allowed, uh, an exception based on scholarly research. State agencies could send the governor a waiver to request uh, to get around Prop 209's restrictions. Well, our next guest, Bill Asali from the Illinois Empire, Republican Assembly member, uh, he objects to this as he objects to uh, any policies of affirmative action. We're going to begin with the audio an exchange between Assemblymember Bill Asali, who was on the uh, committee, which considered this today, or a judicial committee, and they did uh, vote to move forward. This is called ACA 7. It's a constitutional amendment which would put before the voters. The person behind it 
is also from the Inland Empire, Corey Jackson. Here's the audio. Is the intent of the bill to create equal opportunities for all? Um, it is to save lives. Um, specifically, the language is very specific. It is meant to increase the life expectancy of specific groups. It's meant to improve the educational outcomes of specific groups and list out, lift out of poverty specific groups uh, to ensure uh, that we um, are serving all people um, with the dignity and humanity that they deserve. And why, why do you think it's important that the government consider people's race when providing these services as opposed to just providing services to all disadvantaged Californians? Well, I think for me, this is not a the theoretical thing. Um, the research is clear on it. And the question just becomes, do you believe that people um, have the right to be served according to uh, their specific needs, historical cultural needs, um, or do you just believe that you believe that you have the best solution for them? I think that's the question that has to be answered. All right, well, I appreciate your perspective. I just fundamentally disagree. Not a perspective. This is a fact. Okay. So let's not, let's not get it twisted here. This is a fact. There is no opinion that I am exercising. The fact is, is that um, this is the right thing to do. There are a number of inv interventions that cannot be used right now that is proven to save lives. At the end of the day, um, what is clear and what the research also shows um, is that um, even when an intervention is well-meaning, if it's not the proper intervention and the best intervention for their specific needs, even that intervention can be harmful. Um, and so uh, the um, idea that um, one intervention is good for everybody is simply wrong. It's simply misguided. All right, that's Corey Jackson, an Inland Empire Assembly member. He is black. His bill is ACA7. What really amped this up was what he put on Twitter. Referring to our next guest, Bill Asalia, he said, this is a perfect example how a minority can become a white supremacist by doing everything possible to win white supremacist and fascist affection. Bill Asalia is... Uh, the Muslim son of Lebanese immigrants. Let's get him on the show to talk about this. Welcome back to the Johnny Ken Show, Bill. Hey, Ken, how are you? Well, I can understand that you're pretty upset that somebody's calling you a white supremacist because you have a problem with affirmative action. Well, it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm not even white, <laughs> and he can't even respond or defend his position, and so he resorts to name-calling, which is, pretty much par for the course on the extreme left. They can't engage in intellectual conversation, so they resort to just name-calling. That's pretty typical. That's true. They try to put you into a category of extremism in order to uh, to argue against you. But as you, as you can see, that doesn't work. Uh, honestly, yeah. I, 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 to call you a white supremacist, and he, it makes it look like he thinks that you just do this for attention. Well, I mean, look. Corey is not a smart person to begin with. Uh, he calls himself Dr. Corey Jackson. He has a, a PhD apparently in social work, but he can't, his, his grammar and his positions are atrocious. So I, 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 it's just, what they do is they put these bills together, Ken, that make it look like 
they're uh, lofty, they're helping people, and they're not objectionable. So they write them in the way, and they get really bothered when the opposition questions him in the committee and says, well, really, what you're trying to do is make the government racist. We've worked hard for years, for decades, to get government out of the race business. We don't want the government picking and choosing people based on race. They should be race neutral. And the voters have said that repeatedly by about 60%. They don't want it. And so here he comes trying to sneak it through. And when I call him out on it, he's upset. He doesn't like it. And he doesn't want to talk about it. So he wants to distract, call me a white supremacist, and, and shift the conversation. Yeah, I guess we're all white supremacists, uh, as you put it here. The more than 9 million Californians who voted against Prop 16 in 2020 to reject affirmative action. I guess we're all white supremacists, all 9 million Californians who voted that way. And by the way, we gave him the stats for his district, and his district voted over 60% against affirmative action. So apparently he's represented, he's represents a bunch of white supremacists. What was he trying to do with this constitutional amendment? It's, according to Cal Matters, it's a limited attempt to bring some of it back. There's no such thing as limited in Sacramento. It's just a, it's, it's just a cover to basically go around, prop, uh, to go around the proposition of affirmative action. So basically they're going to be allowed to engage in affirmative action as long as they describe it using the words that they used in that bill. It, it creates a loophole for the uh, Prop 209. Yeah, something about you could get a waiver for certain state agencies to use affirmative action or race-based decisions and all this. But as you pointed out, isn't it affirmative action by its very nature is racist? It is racist. It's saying we're going to pick and choose who we're going to give benefits to or services based on the color of their skin. You know what I think this is really about? They're trying to lay the groundwork for reparations. Because oh. legally you cannot give out reparations uh, based on skin color. It would violate the state constitution. It's about, and as we're probably going to find out, it probably, and I believe it does, violate the federal constitution. So any day now, I know the Supreme Court's going to rule on that issue as well. Yeah, and of course, that's been a big topic this year is Sacramento and this panel that's been looking at reparations. I think that's dead for now, though, isn't it? Well, we have no money. Yeah, we, have, we, we have no money, right? The state's in a huge deficit. They passed a phony budget, but of course, there's still a big, a big deficit there, and they know they can't really deal with this right now. So I'm just thinking they're going to punt it to next year and see if things get better. It's, yeah, that's what they're doing. Actually, the legislative analyst office is pretty, pretty nonpartisan, has encouraged the Democrats to take cuts now. Instead, what they're doing is they're delaying cuts in the future years, hoping that we're going to have surpluses then. I mean, at some point, we're going to hit a cliff. I don't know what they're going to do. And, you know, you're not getting a lot of media attention because, you know, you've been called by a black member of the assembly, a white supremacist. And as we mentioned before, you're of Lebanese descent and Muslim. Nobody's really picked up on this story. There's one that we got from an Inland Empire news source. But, I mean, this is pretty outrageous for him to accuse you of this. Yeah, if it was reversed, right, if someone called a Democrat a white supremacist or some other racial slur, it'd be all over the news. But it just shows you where the media is at today. I mean, they're, they basically do the bidding of the, the Democrats. And so, uh, you know, he accuses us of, of trying to get attention, which is funny because we hardly get covered uh, for what's going on in Sacramento. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me today. And, uh, yeah, keep standing up for the right stuff. We appreciate it. Well, We'll keep doing it. Keep covering it. I mean, you guys do the best job out there, so we appreciate it. All right. That's Assemblyman Bill Asaley from the Inland Empire, a Republican who is on the Assembly Judiciary Committee and voted against this idea to once again have the voters consider bringing back some form of affirmative action 
But as Bill said, they're just trying to open the door, perhaps down the road to reparations. But he got called a white supremacist on Twitter by the author of this legislation, who is Assembly Member Corey Jackson from Paris, a Democrat. Uh, we got more coming up. We're going to put a hack in the dumpster, and you can probably already guess who that is based on this story. But when we return, we'll have the moist line, round one to play for you. We'll see what the listeners have to say this week. John and Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. In a moment, the moist line, but a couple of things coming up after the news at 530 Of course, we have the tradition of throwing a hack in a dumpster. And this time, it immediately follows what just happened on the air. We were just talking to Inland Empire Assemblyman Bill Asali. He is uh, of Muslim descent, uh, Lebanese, Muslim. And he's being called a white supremacist by another assembly member, also from the Inland Empire, whose name is Corey Jackson, a Democrat from the area of Paris. And uh, you heard Bill mention this uh, on Twitter He's Dr. Corey A. Jackson because he has a master's and a doctorate in social work. Hmm. Must be pretty intense to try to acquire those degrees. But anyway, by calling Bill a white supremacist because he has problems with affirmative action, and so do the voters back in 1996 and again in 2020, there's no doubt who's going in the dumpster. Right before that, although I want to play you some audio from the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, who was in California earlier this week fundraising, but also did a little ad after he walked around San Francisco. And it's pretty funny what uh, you have in this one minute of audio. And I'll play that, too, coming up after the news at 530. But right now, uh, we open the door to the moist line. We invite you to leave your messages anytime you want. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Uh, The microphone icon is a way to connect to the moist line. You'll hear the very clear calls and hear from those folks. And then, you know, there's the random chance we take with people using their cell phones or whatever phone they have to call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Thanks for talking about current price. I was waiting for his head to roll. SoFi Stadium hot dog cart. Those are illegal street vendors. They don't have food handlers permits, and they sure don't have a public health permit. It's not sanitary, and it's poisoning people, and they need to go. I'm already embarrassed. Gavin Newsom saying somebody's kidnapping somebody else? Let's get rid of them now. Why bother with all this other BS? What happened to that story? I just came back from the Prince Museum in Minnesota. It was very hyperbole. Hi, John Candace. <laughs> Bye. Sometimes I forget what country I'm in. God save the queen. Oh, excuse me. God save... Oh. What's that, Kamala? Oh, God bless America. Gavin Newsom is a cheating, scummy, communist son of a... But let me get this straight. The people in Ireland have produced a breed of cow that can create nitrogen. Now, if I remember in high school, they told us that matter cannot be made up or destroyed. Is that why their butter tastes so good? Joe Biden... Gavin Newsom. If Paul Krikorian entertained a vote to suspend current price from the L.A. City Council, wouldn't that be a conflict of interest? I'm just a clueless taxpayer asking questions. There's got to be a change of government. So now they want to ban your gas stoves, going to electric. So what's going to happen if we have rolling blackouts and you can't cook your food? Then what? What are you going to do? What are all these people going to do? You can homeschool and get a good education. You just have to discipline your kids and not allow them 
just run all over and be on the internet and video games. Why be so concerned about the half a million people, mostly rich or well-to-do people who are leaving California? They're being replaced by a whole lot of vagrants and illegals and a lot of other poor people. So, oh well. Test scores for 13-year-olds in math have dropped significantly, which is okay, I would imagine, to the uh, to the left and to the teachers' association, because as long as uh, our kids know that mommy could be a dad, or mommy might be a man, or a man might end up being a woman, as long as our kids know that, who cares about <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good point. Uh, results like like reading or reading, or, right. or, um, or math? I just wanted to remind all the listeners to be sure and thank California politicians on July 1st when our gas tax goes up oh, again. This right. small business loan or funding for, the, for those events is just going to create more of a scam. And also, aren't they protected for uh, insurance? Doesn't insurance cover losses? So I, I, I think it's just a scam and, uh, and then trying to get them some money where it doesn't belong. I took a new job and I had to go through one month of culture training to learn how to be in the workplace. I am not even kidding you. And then I had to pass a panel where I was quizzed on everything. Never (laughs) in my life. I mean, it should be common sense, right? DeSantis, he will never be president because he banned abortion. Are you a complete moron? This is all a PR stunt by Gavin Newsom and his idiots in Sacramento. Chlorine in your water that you pour all over your head and your whole body every day when you bathe, when you drink, everything else, it is a known carcinogen. What about all the garbage trucks and all the city vehicles that are running on compressed natural gas now? You're going to turn off the natural gas in the city of L.A.? They're full of crap full of crap man we just uh, big companies just uh, spent a lot of money to to, to put uh, natural gas in the trucks thank you for leaving your message uh, please hang up goodbye the thing i always love about the moist line you never know what people are going to call about i'd say 75 percent of the time it's something we talked about on the air and it's usually a politician then there's other calls that go by and i'm like hmm what exactly was that story that they're referring to but two things stood out there I forgot to mention this, even though I've been talking this week a few days. The, the Gavin Newsom stunt, and you heard a couple of callers in there, where he's going to go after the governor of Florida and perhaps uh, uh, the governor of Texas for sending the migrants to California. Yeah, what happened to that story? Completely quiet this week. No developments. In fact, Gavin Newsom completely quiet this week after all the noise he made the previous weeks appearing on Fox News and making all this noise about possible kidnapping charges against the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, completely disappeared from the news. And the other one that's in there, which is the point the guy was making about uh, what if the power goes out and we all have our homes running on electricity? How are we going to cook food without a gas stove anymore? Well, the only thing I thought of was the El Segundo Times did another... Do see this week on how gas stoves are like secondhand smoke. That's how much damage they can do to you. Still trying to make the quiet case because it's not going to work for people that can eh, get rid of my gas stove because of climate change. So we're going to try to tell them that you're being poisoned, slowly poisoned in your own home. That's a good angle. So try to come in in a new way because we did a story like this a couple of months ago and it didn't really play. So, oh, how about this? 
research that says it could be as bad as secondhand smoke operating a gas stove in your kitchen. That's a good angle to run with. And, and so they did this week. Laughable. All right, when I return, we will be throwing a hack into the dumpster. And the hack, of course, was already discussed this hour. It's assembly member from the Inland Empire. We'll give you an update on that story. Well, I'm going to play some audio, too, from Governor DeSantis, who you just heard mentioned in one of the Moist Line calls. He did visit California earlier in the week. In fact, he walked around in San Francisco. You'll hear what he has to say as he put out a new ad. It's all coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. It's time. For John and Ken to throw a hack in a dumpster. Yeah. Take out the trash. John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. That's what we do. Uh, Not every Friday, but a lot of them. We assemble some mob members and throw a hack into the dumpster, which we'll do in a moment. Also going to tell you to finish up the show. We'll have another round of the Moist Line coming up just uh, 
after the break at 545 here on KFI. If you cannot listen to all three hours of the show live, you can always pick up the Johnny Ken on Demand podcast. It'll be posted up sometime between 4 and 4.30 at KFIAM640.com. Also, you just use the iHeartRadio app to access John and Ken on Demand. And exciting news and a reason to listen live. The cash contest is coming back beginning Monday uh, here on KFI. All right. So if you do want to win some cash, you have to be listening live to do that. Uh, so be listening in for all the details Monday as we get on the air at one o'clock. And we're continuing to follow, of course, the events at City Hall surrounding the possible suspension of L.A. City Council member Current Price. But apparently there's a big mob there supporting Current Price. So it's been a long, long series of hearings and we may not see the outcome. It's a three member committee deciding whether or not to recommend suspension of Current Price with the 10 felony counts or to not recommend suspension. Before we put the hack in a dumpster, though, I thought I'd play you this as a bonus. This is the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, who came to California on Monday to fundraise. But he also ended up walking around in San Francisco, put together this video ad. Let's listen in. We're here in the once great city of San Francisco. We came in here and we saw people defecating on the street. Oh. We saw people using heroin. We saw people smoking crack cocaine. And you look around. Uh, the city is not vibrant anymore. It's really collapsed because of leftist policies. And uh, these policies have caused people to flee this area. They don't prosecute criminals like they do in most parts of the country. Uh, and the wreckage has really, really been sad to see. And so I've seen so many businesses boarded up. Uh, I've seen so much uh, riffraff just running around. And um, it just shows you these policies matter. Uh, leadership matters. They are doing it wrong here. No wonder why we've had so many people move from San Francisco to Florida over the last few years. We got to stop this madness. Uh, we need to restore sanity to this country. Now, it's easy to use San Francisco as the punching bag if you're against you know, progressive left-wing policies. But there were problems up there, and there's some element of denial. Finally, the San Francisco mayor, London Breed, has decided maybe we would need to arrest people over this drug problem, it, like it was a new idea. And, of course, he's already getting blowback from some of the supervisors. But, I mean, it's easy to just turn this whole thing into a parody on both sides. But DeSantis wanted to make his point by showing people San Francisco, California. We don't want the country to, to look like this if we let these people be in charge. Now, as for the hack that's going to go on the dumpster, well, it's based on my interview at the beginning of the hour with Inland Empire Assemblyman Bill Asalyu. And this is part of the problem we deal with from, from the particular woke left-wing politicians because, as Bill pointed out, what they try to do is exaggerate who you are in order to put you in a box in a corner so that people that are not completely familiar with you will now categorize you as one of them. And what Assemblymember Corey Jackson said about Bill Asalyu on Twitter was that he was a white supremacist. Now, Bill happens to be of Lebanese descent and is Muslim. And why would he be called a white supremacist? Because he doesn't like the idea of affirmative action. Assemblymember Corey Jackson, a black man from Paris, the Inland Empire, a Democrat, is on this Assembly Judiciary Committee, which voted to move forward another attempt to open the door in California to affirmative action. In 1996, it was banned in a ballot measure called Prop 209. 
In 2020, it came back in a different form. The voters said no again. That's not even, that's not even three years ago. The voters turned back affirmative action. But this crowd in Sacramento, progressive, socialist, woke politicians, believe that they have all the answers to solve the world's inequities. And one of the ones that they love and come back around to again and again is affirmative action. And just because you don't like the idea, you're now being painted as a white supremacist? That's what Jackson did. He went on Twitter and he said this about Bill. This is a perfect example how a minority can become a white supremacist by doing everything possible to win white supremacist and fascist affection. And as Bill pointed out, that's what people do. They want to exaggerate who you are and put you in one of those demon boxes. Nobody likes white supremacists, fascists. But now, there you go. You're one of them because you're opposing my idea on affirmative action. And of course, as I mentioned before, it's Dr. Corey A. Jackson, DSW, MSW, which means he has a doctorate and a master's in social work. This is like Barbara Ferrer, who runs the L.A. County Health Department, is being called Dr. Ferrer by people. That's what we're talking about. It's not the doctor that you know <clears throat> that deals with your medical issues. It's somebody who wrote papers in college uh, for a college. I don't know where he got his doctorate from. I, <clears throat> I should have looked that up or his master's, but... That, that's Dr. Corey A. Jackson. So we're going to throw him into the dumpster. And what we're going to hear is his arguments uh, supporting what he wants to put on the ballot next year. It's a constitutional amendment called ACA 7 to bring back a form of affirmative action. Here's part of Corey Jackson talking about it. It is to save lives. Save um, lives. Specifically, the no, language he sounds like is a very doctor. specific. It is meant to increase the life expectancy of her specific groups. This is ridiculous. It's meant to improve the educational outcomes of specific groups and list out, lift out of poverty specific groups uh, to ensure uh, that we um, are serving all people. All right, let's get the mob um, with in here. With the dignity and, uh, and humanity that they deserve. Hoist them into the dumpster. Me, this is not a theo- To call opponents thing. white supremacists. Uh, the research is clear. You got to go in. And the question just becomes do you believe that people. Um, yeah, the remark. You give them the extra. And he doesn't even make any sense. He also talks in circles. That is Democratic Assembly member Corey Jackson from Paris a member of the state assembly in California who, like many, decided to extremely paint any opponents as white supremacists. In this case, he picked on assembly member Bill Assaley from the Inland Empire, a Muslim of Lebanese descent, calling him a white supremacist and a fascist. All right, when I return, we're going to hear one more time this week from the Moistline folk. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Before we get to the second part of the Moist Line, we do get an update from Blake Trolley, KFI News, about what's going on at City Hall as a committee of city council members, just three of them, consider whether or not to suspend the L.A. City Council member Curran Price charged with a bunch of felonies in a corruption case. Blake? Yeah, Ken, what we just saw was a unanimous decision to actually push to the next uh, city committee, uh, the the rules committee meeting in August 
another discussion to possibly <laughs> hold a suspension vote for current price. So we are not going to see anything anytime soon. You know, price of supporters came out full, you know, full fledged today during this meeting. I only saw two people out of many speakers speak in support of suspension. Otherwise, Price had a lot of support. He had a lot of support show up. And City Council uh, President Paul Krikorian voiced some of his concerns with the suspension process. Notably, one of the things that he said he was concerned about, and we talked about this, Ken, is that Kenneth Mejia, the city controller, has talked about suspending Price's uh, paycheck. Krikorian says he's, you know, concerned because of the way the legal battle went with Ridley Thomas's paycheck. And that led to a, uh, you know, that led to a settlement. On top of that, they just overall said that they were going to listen to community input. And Krikorian essentially said he, he hears people loud and clear. They want a voting representative. So what they've decided to do is essentially push this whole should we even have a suspension vote conversation to the next rules committee meeting. In August, August, so August, August 20, I think 25th or 27th. That's two months. In there. Yeah. It's going to be a while till we see anything here, Ken. And they could and, replace uh, him with the, they can replace him with the voting member if they want to. So that's not the issue, but it's about the pay. They just don't want to deal with this. Well, they can replace him with a voting member. They can't hold a special election. They can just appoint one. And that was a big, you know, uh, a concern today. But really, the, the, the main argument that we heard today, Ken, again and again and again, was innocent until proven guilty. Do not suspend him until he's actually been uh, convicted. And that was, I would say, the, the, the mainstream argument that we heard today from Price's supporters. And uh, so ultimately, this uh, committee took essentially uh, uh, no action. They're deciding to push this all the way until uh, August 25th. And in the meantime, they're going to explore what they could do if they were to suspend price. Um, so there was another motion tied to this, which essentially the, uh, the city council says it'll look into what its options are if it suspends current, uh, current price for you know, replacing that seat. But, yeah, <laughs> don't expect to see uh, any major movement on this anytime soon because, as you say, it's a couple months away until we'll even uh, hear suspension talks again. All right, Blake, thanks for the update. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Blake, again. Blake Trolley, KFI News. All right, let's uh, bring out the voice line callers, see what's on their minds in part two. Leave a message to the iHeartRadio app or call the toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 and this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Gentlemen, Gavin Newsom is telling the truth. He is not running for the presidency. But what is going to happen, my prediction is Kamala Harris is going to resign due to personal reasons. Hmm. Gavin Newsom will be offered the Maybe. vice presidency spot or candidacy's candidacy for it. He will reluctantly agree. And when Joe has an accident six months down the road, oh. voila, Gavin Newsom is now president. Part of what's to play with insurance companies is solvency. So if an insurance company falls below their reserve, which is 108% of dollars cash on hand, then they become insolvent and absorbed by the state insurance agency that they're in. That's why they're balking at the risk. I was planning to sit in a recliner, have a couple of beers, and watch high-definition video of the remains of the Titanic on my 72-inch TV. But where's the fun in that? Instead, I think I'll pay some guy a quarter million dollars to cram me and four other guys into the equivalent of an oversized water heater tank controlled okay. by a kid's video game console, have them drop me in the middle of the ocean two and a half miles deep, so instead I can look at it through a tiny little porthole. What could possibly go wrong? 
Still don't understand why we're pushing electric vehicles when we should be going to hydrogen. It's better for the environment. It's an abundant resource. I don't understand the waste of time. You know, LACC just posted the U.S. Open in Los Angeles, and they didn't allow more than 20,000 people in there per day when they could have allowed a lot more. But you know what? At the end of the day, they have every right to do what they did because there's so much lawlessness in L.A. You don't know what kind of riffraff is going to come in and destroy the golf course, and they have every right. <laughs> it looks like that Adam got censored from the government. <laughs> what a you might want to ask happy Garcetti, does he eat steak, beef, mm. hamburgers, oh, you know, he's in beef, India. that's what's for dinner. There's no part of any of these organized retail thefts that is a misdemeanor. The minute it's organized, as in two or more people, yeah. it's a felony. It's conspiracy. And if they do it two or more times to two or more places and two or more crimes, it's now a federal crime. It's racketeering. This is the same as the mafia. You know that bag yoga pants? You know why he was begging and trying so hard to get that ambassador job to India? Because now he gets diplomatic immunity and he can never be charged with any crime. All should be required to buy two to three million in rescue insurance to save them while taxpayers are putting the bill to find them. This should apply to all who participate in extreme activities, including falling in the L.A. quote-unquote river. Thank you for leaving your message. Ooh. Please hang up. Goodbye. Well, there they are. A representation of what's on the audience mind known as the Moist Line. You can leave a message to the iHeartRadio app or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. It's Conway time. Hey, now. Hey, we got Steve Gregory at the top of the show talking about Paris Hilton yeah. and her former business partner arrested in alleged right. uh, murder. Prince Fred. Woo. Yeah. Man, yeah. oh, man. Steve Gregory is all over that. Right. And then he's got a special he's working on, too. Uh, Alex Michelson's coming on from Channel 11, Fox 11 News. Uh-huh. He'll uh, lie to us for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And That's then uh, Billy Ray's coming on to talk about the strike. So, man, I, I, I don't know where you get that kind of show anywhere. You know, Wait, Ken? what strike? They had that WGA strike. Oh, I guess that's still, still going. going on? I guess so. I guess so, yeah. Hey, they by the way, give them anything? Uh, no, I guess uh, they're, they've been asking for too much. Did you people. see the hotel workers shut down Century Boulevard? Yes, yeah, they shut down the off airport. off a lot of people trying, yeah, trying to get to the airport. Yeah. Look, LAX is a, uh, a nightmare to get to when everything's going smoothly. But, I know. You know, you put one kink into that mess and it's over. It's but I, I also heard from um very good source that yeah. a lot of the people whose homes line the L.A. Country Club, they bought all those tickets so people wouldn't go because they're afraid of people walking that golf course and scouting their houses to rip oh. off later. Oh, well, that moist line caller was close. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did limit attendance. I did read that. Yeah, and, and a lot of the tickets were bought. Hundreds of thousands or, uh, of dollars were paid for tickets that were never used. Yeah, I understand there was a lot of those uh, sponsors had all sorts of tickets taken up for them. And then yes, actually got, I actually got of offered a couple. By, yeah, It's What's members that? only? Yeah, well, members of the club bought multiple tickets. Right. So they wouldn't go to use. Oh, so they wouldn't go to the regular riffraff. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they, okay. they also didn't want that course torn up, too, you know, with 300,000 oh. people walking all over it. And the players complained about the course and the hours and everything. It was. I know. It's it rich not people. Come back. Rich, rich people don't like to be around Burbank scumbags. That's the bottom line.
All right, Dig Dog. Dig Dog with you. All right, Conway is coming up next. I'll be back on Monday. It's the John and Ken Show at KFI AM 640. Live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Michael Crozier, the KFI 24-Hour News Center. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.